The cars are. My dad worked for GM. Detroit is just a vacuum of, of, of dumb. Let's do a little role play like we do. You're not the kind where I'm the pool guy. I'm though. in. Yeah, no. Oh, no. I think I've already dropped three expletives, and we're not 30 seconds in. I should get to have a parrot if I also have to have a hook or an iPad. It's yeah. an automotive show here. Let's move on. Here's the Carzar. Indeed I am. I'm Doug Browner. I am the Carzar. Did you like that little scribble? You got, I, that was very I, Brian Gumble to me. fascinated. It's very Brian Gumble. Don't. He's my personal hero. If you speak poorly of him, I'll ask you to leave. I, I thought the guy that looked like you was your personal hero. Oh, Joe Buck. Joe Buck. If I was ever going <laughs> to leave buck you. yourself. If I was ever going to leave you. I know it's for I, him. I swear to God. <gasps> I, I already would, know. Do you know what? Judge Judy or Joe Buck. It would, would be a, a toss-up at this point. I, I'm Doug Browner here with Kim Browner and, and, and Nate Darling. Uh, Nate, uh, here's the thing. I am so in love with Joe Buck. I know he won't have me because I'm I'm fatter than he is, and I I would I would only get with a guy, I'm, I I could get with a guy I think, but he'd have to be the same jacket size because I want oh, to double the wardrobe, I want to double my wardrobe. Yeah. So that's like number one criteria. I'm physically attracted to Joe Buck. I know you are. It's obvious. I, do you see? I when I when I'm watching the game and they cut to the booth, I'm like, and you you get all whispery and you're like. Did you see him? <laughs> you see his father was a famous blah, blah, blah. His father know, was famous. Don't, do you don't. know that he's not on this game because he's doing baseball? Do you know that he commentates for both? He he, he plays both? Yeah, he does. Sports. <laughs> That's what you're hoping. Listen, he could buck me anytime. I just, <laughs> oh, my gosh. We've um, got to stop. <laughs> Nick, Nick Darling. <laughs> hot here. Hi, hi everybody. Hi, how are you? <laughs> It's a family show. It's a family. Hi, Nate. Oh, man. We got a lot to talk about today on the podcast. Um, we were uh, before um, talking about electric cars. And, I, you know, over the years, I, I've run the gamut. And, you know, we are, I'll just say, and I don't want to get into it. No one gives a crap about our life. But we are actually, our family, Kim and I, are, are uh, like we don't have enough cars. Uh, we, we, we're thinking of, for the first time, um, uh, buying or leasing, whatever is best sure. uh, financially, uh, a fully electric vehicle. And we're looking yeah. at a bunch of different ones. Um, and uh, Nate, uh, out of nowhere, said that he drives a, a, a Chevy Volt. Unbelievable. There's yeah. not many of those around. Yeah, my wife, we, we got the Volt for my wife because she's got a longer commute. And uh, she had a Nissan Rogue, which is absolutely Dog crap. Yeah, in terms I, I, of mileage. I, yeah, and uh, I know the rogue. And so we uh, we decided to make the move to something that could get her to work and back. And a full electric vehicle at that point, the only thing that fit the bill for range would be a Tesla. Right. So the cost of the Tesla plus the availability of the Tesla didn't make a whole lot of sense. Nor does the company itself. This has been always my argument with. Electric cars. It wasn't whether I was pro electric or not. It, it was about range. I don't like being controlled, um, which, you know, you have such a short commute in your mm-hmm. career, and we live in East Sacramento, if that matters to anybody. And and, and so for you, oh, it, I could it's go perfect. indefinitely. Yeah. A couple things that are notable, and, and we'll move on. Um, one is that we are, um, I don't really want to say too much about this because it's our family, but we're moving. Yes, um, yes. And uh, we're new, moving into a um, a new home that's uh, actually brand new. Nothing, it's never been pooped right. in. As, as Unusual a, for us. As the yes. kids are saying, right. No one's ever pooped no one, in it? 
Like, we told them yet. that they could initial the toilet seats. We were over there today signing more paperwork, and I thought you disappeared. Did you poop? Did you no, use the? I was I was measuring in the bedroom. Dude, the realtor thought you were pooping. No, don't because she. I'm like Kim, and we're in the kitchen, and I got the stack of papers, and she like giggled. Did you poop in there? I didn't. I abs- I don't poop. First of all, second well, of all, that's true. All I right. was just Did measuring. No, right. no. All right. Come on. I, was, I, I swear to God, we both thought you were pooping. I came here to just, Darling Media, and I'm like, can I use your bathroom? You better walk that back with the realtor. Because if this deal doesn't close and she finds out you pooped, that's a lawsuit. Wow. Um, one, I bring it up because one of the things in this house, and I'm just going to edit at that, is, and Nate, you'll love this, and, and so you'll have to come over a lot, uh, is a built-in electric vehicle charger. Uh, in that, the garage. In the garage. So I don't, I don't have to have one installed. I have to purchase. And I'm not talking about the one that comes with the car. This is a, a large amperage um, hard char- charger that's installed permanently in the garage. And, of course, putting it in, which is why we would be thinking about this. And it's I wanted to do it right. Accelerating the idea of and I think that buying the, or leasing an electric car. Well, and this is where the grassroots change starts to come. We have to provide the infrastructure. And if contractors and builders and codes, county, city, or local code say every house, much like you have to have X amount of wall outlets or whether they're sprinklers in a commercial building or whatever, you have to have a, a vehicle charger. Now we're now that can push demand um, in a way that it's not happening organically. And it's not as happening as organically as it should. Uh, the last point I'll make on this is I know you don't like me, Nate. I, I, that, it's okay. I, I, I look. He loves you. No, he doesn't. I, and it's okay. We have a lot of common friends, and I, I, I've spoken to them, and mm. I, I'm nervous around Nate, and they've all come back. And Nate's very famous in the industry, and, and I, the bottom, I know you don't like me, and it's, it's okay. I'm used to not being liked, um, so I'm, I'm trying to win your affection. Now, I was wondering where this was going. He's, okay. he's happily married. He's got a beautiful daughter. And you're so I, win him over. I can't win him over that way. I mean, what, right. what am I going to do? I sent him flowers. And, uh, you already uh, told him you're in love with Joe Buck. So I told, now. Well, he hates Joe Buck. So right there. Everybody I, does. I was watching it. Do you hate, you hate him, don't you? Everybody hates Joe Buck. <laughs> I, as soon as I went into the... I just, they hold up signs at the game. I was hoping Nate loved Joe Buck so we could bond over that, like after the show. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> no, I just... I, <laughs> I'm looking for something in common with a man who hates me. <clears throat> Nate, I need you to do me a favor. And I want you to do it over the next week before we do another show. Sure. I want you to watch a movie. All right. All right. Oh. It's not human centipede, is it? No, no, it's 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 worse. Um no. I was in a I'm not you know that I'm not an actor. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a journalist and I'm a, I'm a mechanic. Um, but I was in a, in a, in a film, um, and the film was serious and distributed all over the world. Sure. You can purchase it on Amazon. You can purchase it on Amazon. It was, and the film is called who killed the electric car. And, um, I, I've actually seen that film. I'm in that film. I'm not, it's just not a cutaway. I'm in that film and discussing hydrogen fuel cells because I, I was at the forefront of that effort, um, as a journalist and, and I, I am positioned poorly in that film. I don't like. I'm going to watch that tonight. I'm going to add it to. Who watched the? Who killed the electric car? The point is this: one of the things that I I was able to do is I had an EV1 back in the '90s, and that was the original GM electric car. I drove it, and I had a a hard charger installed at my house, 
And um, I was one of maybe eight or 10 automotive journalists in the country who had a long-term use agreement for, to, to evaluate the EV1. Interesting. And um, I think based solely on maybe my reviews, it probably added to the death of the program. I hated it. I don't think it worked well. But I'm now I'm thinking about buying an electric car. We'll talk a little bit more about that. We're also going to talk about uh, windshield wiper fluid. If you think that's a joke, it's not. Big stuff happening. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more on the number one automotive podcast in the entire um, solar system. It's true. We just got the numbers. We'll, We'll be right back. For more than 30 years, the Carzar has been Sacramento's number one choice for automotive repair and maintenance. I'm Kim Browner, and as the owner of the Carzar, along with our employee owners, we're excited to continue the legacy, as well as our commitment to the highest quality auto repair at the lowest possible price. Go to facebook.com slash the Carzar or stop in at either of our locations, El Camino and Bell Street in Sacramento and Greenback and San Juan in Citrus Heights. Welcome back to the to the Joe, Joe Buck Love Fest. That, that, that you wouldn't, neither one of you would shut up. And see, I screwed it up with Nate because he confessed. See, Nate's a good guy, which is why I love him. He confessed during the break. He hates Joe. And I've lost another opportunity with Nate. Yep. In fact, you're digging, it's like I keep digging ta- a deeper ditch. Dude, it's like every, I keep taking him out to dinner. And, like, and I he, like coffee. Do you like coffee? Oh, hold on a second. I, I can't make the guy happy. Anyway, um, speaking of Joe Buck. just making you work for it. That's all. Oh, makes wor- it worth it in the end. Oh, I'm working for it. Um, you're, you're squeezing him easy. Uh, I, 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 I could write Joe Buck a letter. I will say this, and don't interrupt my story, because I know you I, will, and you'll say I, something sarcastic, and I don't appreciate it. I would never interrupt this story. I, it's I one was, of my favorites. I was in college, and, and at that time, I had a friend who, who lived in Jersey, and, 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 and long story short, I had received a, like a raw cassette of Whitney Houston. And I had seen a picture of her. This is pre-internet and all. And I thought she was very attractive. And uh, she lived in Newark, New Jersey, which this was... This is pre her having a hit album, if you will. It was it was pretty darn close. Yeah, she was not widely known. Anyway, I sent her a letter. I just said to say hi. I'm like, hi, I heard your music. And I, I said... And 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 I in the letter I said do you, you know I, I I live in the city now and and maybe we could get coffee do you like coffee I like coffee and I, and I think there's an FBI file somewhere now on me there's certainly not a response letter from no, Whitney I Houston that got lost in the mail I didn't even get a headshot I got nothing somewhere there's a letter signed by me and I love you Whitney um, letter okay um, we were talking about electric cars how uh, we're thinking about one and so if you have. Thoughts and opinions, facebook.com slash the cars are. And um, uh, if you own one, especially, um, we're just we're just thinking it's the right time. Starting so, to noodle around on I'll it. I'll tell you this. I, I even at my age, I can be educated. And I'm, you know, really was was mining Nate about his experiences. And gosh, growth can happen no matter how old and bitter you are. And it's happening to me. Here's the problem for now. If I want to be really um, selfish, Electric car is going to decimate the auto repair industry. There's no transmissions. There are very few moving parts. There's no steering gear. I mean, there's just... There's, They're brand new and not prone to need. They just repair. don't need much. Right. I mean, so when we look at in the industry as a five or 10-year plan as the owner of the company, my biggest job is to make sure our brand is such is trustworthy, and it is, and that our employee owners, and they are, treat you, you get to deal, everybody on our team is an owner of the company, and uh, you, you you get treated uh, like you should. And, um, 
that's my job, but it's also my job to, to, to plot a course for a company. And five years were solid. Ten years, I'm a little nervous. So what we're doing internally, and not to give away all of my my super secret sauce to my competitors, but we were in, we are absolutely reinventing what auto repair will look like. And I dare say it's going to be repaired, but what auto needs will be 10 years from now that currently aren't and how we will respond as an automotive company. And we will respond. Um, it's a, it's a tricky formula, but I'm excited and I should be retired, but I'm not. I, I just, I, I find it, I, I, I'm excited by this opportunity. It's going to require a reinvention of our whole industry. Absolutely. What are we going to pro- prioritize and how are we going to handle this new technology, which is newer and more different than anything we've ever seen. With that said, internal combustion en- internal combustion engines have been around for 130 years. We haven't really done that much with them. I care how much, you know, we computerize the mixture and the spark timing and all that stuff. They're pretty much the same. They're dirty. They're inefficient. And they're, it's... The day is uh, the day is done. Um, it's called the Cannibal the Cannibal Run, and it does not feature uh, Sally Field and uh, Burt mm. Reynolds. Do you know Burt Reynolds? Is, no, oh my dead. goodness! You're talking about he's now. Dead. You're on my side. No, 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 because he's dead, and I don't want to talk about a guy. He's dead. not dead. Nate, Burt Reynolds, dead or alive? Dead. Dead. Shut up! Why are Why all my boyfriends this? dead? He's a hundred and twelve. All right, well, no, don't. Good. Let me move on with Googling the story. This. Good, and then you go cry somewhere else. Totally dead. Um, dead like before like Andy he was Gibb? dead. Stop. My other boyfriend. All right. If it matters, the Cannonball Run, Nate. I don't know if you know what it is. It is um of um super. It's Terry Bradshaw's tour de force. Yes, it's well, it's 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 a thing that that has gained um, momentum and interest over the last few years as we have a whole new generation of of, of young people who are using their cars in ways that are just kind of cool to me. And, and, and anything automotive is fun. And the Cannibal Run is uh, not – there is no organization. There is no official certification or even official recognition that it exists. But what it is is how fast can you drive from Los Angeles to New York and then, and then document it in some credible way. Just last week, three young men did the Cannibal Run – leaving Los Angeles, documenting it. They planned it for a year because they wanted it to be, you know, official. And and it is. It's the real thing. 27 hours and 25 minutes. In a a few hours more than one day, they drove in 27 hours and 25 minutes, documenting virtually the whole thing um, online. And um, they did it in a Mercedes I don't really think, I think Mercedes got a lot of press for it. I don't think that Mercedes probably deserves the amount of press they're getting. It wasn't, this isn't about a car. wasn't anything about the car? No, I don't think so. Um, it's about holding your bodily functions. It's and- about avoidance of law enforcement at times. It's about choosing the right route, being sensitive to traffic, making sure that you know what you're doing and that you refuel like a pit stop. And uh, because that's the only reason you would need to stop is for fuel. Yeah, I heard I heard about this. And one of the things that they did, which is really counterintuitive to me and most people, is they plan to do it the day before Thanksgiving. Interesting. Oh, wow. What was the rationale for that? That there wouldn't be as much traffic. Which again makes zero sense to me. Uh, yeah, is that because everybody flies for Thanksgiving? Or they, I, I, I don't. It, I think what you're avoiding is you're avoiding the rush hours. Yeah, avoiding the commute. So you're you're, right. you're avoiding the commuters. So once you're out of like New York and L.A. proper, 
the rest of your drive, you're not going to be hitting anybody's rush hour. Gotcha. And, uh, which is why the planning. I right. mean, these guys took this seriously. This wasn't like, this was not a road trip. It wasn't like, you know, <laughs> let's just nerdy, see let's, how it goes. No. 27 hours and 25 minutes. Do you know, uh, either of you, the what the previous record was? It was over 30 hours. They shaved three hours off the previous record. That's we, insanity. That's insanity. <laughs> there, there, there are a lot of people who want to interview these guys. I bet. I love these guys already because they're not really talking much. They're just, they're just saying, hey, we did the best we could. They are so not <laughs> self-selling this yet. Who knows how they dock if they were shooting rolling film or could make it into a Why movie. wouldn't they be? Of course they were rolling on it. Right now they're playing it perfectly from a from a PR point of view. Obviously, and now and now you're getting some of the, the guys like me, the analysts, looking at it saying they would have had to have broken X amount of laws. And, right. and, and then that's not really the point. The point is is that I don't support ever breaking the laws. But and, and I don't think and I'm hoping that their time does not reflect them endangering anybody else. See, and that's where it gets icky. Um, you know, did you have to drive through somebody's farm? I don't know. But 27 hours and 25 minutes coast to coast. I mean, Jesus. Crazy. I, 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 yeah, I feel like the flight takes that long. I, absolutely. I'm back and forth all the time on the East Coast. It takes me that long to get to fly there from Sacramento. So these guys are incre- incredible. The Cannonball Run is alive and well. And you know once you shatter a record like that and yeah. then you go dark and silent – all you do is tee up some other guys like, screw that, I could do better. And here we go. So it's not going to be a Rosie Ruiz situation. We're going to find out that they threw it on like this jet somewhere. <laughs> like in Indiana, they drove onto a jet and right, the jet right. flew somewhere else. Hey, that's how they get. Did you ever wonder? I'm a big F1 guy. Um, you know, one day they're in Brazil and next week they're in Monaco with the same car. They fly those damn cars around. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I want to be on that. I want to drive one of those cars. Um, windshield washer fluid, real quickly. We were up in the, uh, you know, we're up in the mountains a lot. Um, do you know that the windshield washer fluid that you buy in Sacramento is different chemically than the stuff that you buy in Lake Tahoe? I sure do. Yeah, and you can, and it is not legal to sell Lake Tahoe windshield washer fluid in Sacramento. You, you're familiar with this, Nate. I, I'm, yeah. gu- I'm guessing I know the reason why, growing up somewhere where it snowed. Yeah. The um, in order for the windshield washer fluid not to to avoid freezing at, at thirty degrees or thirty one degrees, uh, you need to add uh, chemicals. Uh, it's primary. It's a pri- It's it's glycol. And alcohol. It's alcohol. But it, but it's a proprietary mixture. Sure. But they create VOCs according to the Air Resources Board of volatile organic compounds. It smells like there's stuff in there. California said, well, in the valley areas in California, you don't need that. So it is illegal to sell or manufacture that stuff in the warmer climates of California in order not to have them not emit these VOCs. Uh, As I said in a previous podcast, at what point is the state just going to like watch me take a crap? I mean, they can't. They they won't put in a. a I hope they weren't watching me load up on that windshield right, wiper so we, fluid when I was up the hill because they. Well, oh, I don't know. It was frozen half the way. I back to town because I had the old stuff in there. As we both know, in coming into California on the main 
highways, you get there is an agricultural check. I swear on all that's holy, they're going to start including windshield washer fluid because every guy who has a place up there, who when he comes back, we're, we go into that's like toilet paper. It's the first thing we go oh, yeah. for when we're up in the mountains. Did you get the good get the good washer fluid? Um, it just it just makes me um, it makes me laugh, and 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 it is a, it's a serious. Um, I, I don't know. It's just a serious overreach, I think. Kia, real quickly, um, it, it continues to exceed in, in so many areas of not just quality but in um, sales. And they continue to get on my radar. I, I, I've not always been a fan. I was not an early. Kia is a division of Hyundai, by the way. Right. You don't hear much about Hyundai these days. True. We just drove a Kia that you loved. The Telluride. The Telluride. I, I loved it. I know. Nice SUV. What was the price point? About thirty. I think it was like thirty or thirty-five. Which it's a third row, like leather equipped, huge sunroof, fast. I I, I was impressed with the car. I think really that, beautiful. I, I think thirty-five is a little high for that. I think if you could oh, get it for I don't. The Sorento was well when you get the leather package and all. Yeah, of that I mean extra, if you get it down to twenty-nine, it's a heck of a but, car. Residual pricing on Kias continues to be. Um, uh, to rise. Uh, the resale, you mean? Yeah. I mean, they, they used to be dog cars on the on the secondary market. They're not anymore. Yeah. Um, one of the uh, things that trended this week was um, and a, a well-known automotive analyst who I respect. I read them all the time. He said one of the best things that Kia is doing is naming their cars. Mm. And Kia, Asian automakers have done this. They copied the American formula. Europeans hate it. What are, mm. How do Europeans identify their cars? And with numbers? Numbers, right. They, they, they do because they're just European and they're arrogant and... You know, I, I can't keep a, a, a 525 straight from a 385i. It doesn't, right. None of that shit ever worked for me. The Americans invented the Impala, man. I got a Firebird, the Corvette. Well, Kia puts a ton of money yeah. into name research. And so then they come out with something like, and you just said, oh, that was the Sorento. The right. fact that you can remember well, this that. This is the Telluride, but I also liked the Sorento Or the Optima, prior. right? Right, yeah. I mean, Inter- internally, like, I have a 80, 1987 Chevrolet van. That's yes. a conversion van. That car in the industry is called a G van. It was on a G platform. We right. still call it's it a the G twenty. All cars have internal names. Um, they don't call inside the boardrooms. They don't call the platform like the Optima, unless it's in the sales and market. Gotcha. Optima sales. Kia doing. I just I thought it notable. Kia is not even just building a, a, a good car. They're naming them correctly. These names yeah. are testing through the roof. You love the Telluride because I really it was named right and evoked passions. Of yeah, you being I mean, it was just everything about it. I really liked a lot, and I, um, hmm. I know you're talking about an electric car, but I'd sure like to throw that one in the mix of consideration. Not, not buying a Kia, but I think a lot of people should uh, check out the Telluride. At um, I'm going to cough here. You have a cough button? Or you just want me to give one up? <coughs> Thank you. I love a good cough button. My viewers uh, and listeners. Um, uh, according to the research we've done, have vomit buttons to, to hold back their own right. vomit while listening mm-hmm. to the podcast. Uh, Darling New Media is where we do the show from. If you want the best in podcasting and creative services, check out Nate Darling at Darling New Media. Until next time, drive safely. I'm Doug Browner. The proceeding is a copyrighted production of Battle Home Media and the Cars Are Incorporated.